What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bomb City Locker Room Talk Podcast. You're listening to episode 80. As always, I'm James. I'm Jared. I'm Adrian. Joseph is not here with us tonight. He is not. Um, he's uh, actually going to a, a different part of the world, headed there. Taking the, a road trip all the way to Florida. He's going to Disney World. Uh, you know, I've heard that drive, especially you know now that all the, um, it's springtime and all the flowers are blossoming and things like that, I bet that drive is beautiful. Oh, yeah. I told him he's going to have to do like some raunchy vlog <laughs> on his way. Like every stop that they make, he's going to have to document it. You know it's going to be hilarious. Joseph's one of the funniest guys I've ever met. So It'd be interesting. He should just do it live, though. There's plenty of cool places to stop along the way. Yeah. I'm, sh- I'm pretty sure like the world's biggest toenail or something is in Louisiana. You would think that that's where that would be found. Yeah. A bunch of shitty truck stops, gas stations. Is there I don't, a I don't know. Is there, is, surely he'd run into a Bucky's. Well, where are Bucky's only in Texas? No. I think they have like some locations elsewhere. But I think the they're, the most locations are in Texas. I'd have to look it up. Pretty yeah, pretty much in the south. They have some in um Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, and they're currently developing one or some, I don't know if it's just one or multiple Jeez. locations, but they're they're opening some in Colorado, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, Tennessee, and South Carolina. And we're getting one soon. I'm excited yes. for that. I've never been to a Bucky's. You never have. I've never been to a Dude. Bucky's. I've never really seen the the real allure, allure, allure. I've only been to, to one. It. There's so much to see. Is there hype? See, that's the thing. There's so much to see. Bullshit. I've got a lot of high quality snacks, food. <laughs> I mean, it's stuff that you can't find anywhere else because it they really make, is because they make it. But that doesn't necessarily mean that it's something to be coveted. Hey, I coveted it's. Amazing. I Every time you, I've been I bet there. you buy a Supreme hoodie too, don't you? <laughs> oh hell no. <laughs> I went I went to one in Katy, uh just right outside of Houston. And it was okay. I mean I wasn't in awe or like holy shit, I really need to go to another one ASAP. Like it's just I didn't one of really... those roadside you... attractions that you have to stop at least once because there's so much talk about how great it is so you have to see for yourself i will say that that was the cleanest restroom i've ever fucking been to in my oh, life oh yeah okay yep. see now that is that. something to be actually <laughs> exactly. to be appreciative it's family so. friendly your kids can go in there they can walk out with you know all kinds of different things stuffed Tetanus. animals toys oh no, no we're not going into an awesome here yeah it's okay. like you know if if you go into a to any toot and totem in amarillo you know if you walk into one of the restrooms it's probably going to be fucking filthy oh right? dude the right. one downtown Absolutely. i walked into Absolutely. a couple <laughs> weeks ago and it was awful yeah it it was an abomination it was terrible it's the one Cause downtown because they probably have bums sleeping well, yeah. in that motherfucker yeah. that's the problem the bums have overrun it man yeah there was feces smeared all over the walls on the the diaper the platform on. that you put your child on yeah that that, <laughs> I mean, come that, on, that is not what that is used that for. is not what that is used, <laughs> that is used, used for it is no. not a toilet wait they have those in the men's restroom yeah, yeah that's mm-hmm. awful sexist of you to not think well, that I, they wouldn't i i don't know why i didn't think they would i mean but those are not really used to change diapers you know they're they're there to assist with other things in the bathroom i don't know 
I don't know. I've used one a few times when my kids were little, but I bet you have, you sick son of a. <laughs> but after COVID, I, I'm sure nobody uses them. Everybody's so. No, nah, man, everybody still poops. Uh, yeah. I don't poop in it. I don't, you know, that is one place, though, that is, is the most uncomfortable to go to the bathroom in when you're traveling is a gas station. I like to stop at, like, the Dairy Queens or the Dixie Dogs or whatever, like, family friendly. You know, restaurant is in the small towns. Mm-hmm. I like stopping there. I, I don't know if I would feel comfortable going into a Bucky's knowing that people have come through just to poop there. And I'm just like, I have to. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. Well, you just keep going up a couple miles, get your wet. You don't wipes. wanna you don't wanna stop at a gas station that's dimly lit in the middle of the night <laughs> that looks disgusting. It it's looks rough in down. a rough neighborhood. <laughs> you know, it's kinda eerie you, you don't want to send your family in there always travel with wet wipes and a walmart sack there you go <laughs> well i hope he has a safe trip and i'm sure we're going to hear all about it i told him he's going to have to send us plenty of pictures and videos of what's going on i'm a lot more excited about him knowing i don't know how to say that without coming off like a jackass I, i'm more excited about him going to disney world than disneyland if you're going to choose between the two, I would want to go to Disney World before Disneyland. But then I would also, I think like Universal Studios is in is in California, I think. That'd be fun. What's like the big difference? Other size. than other than the different states. I think Disney World has more attractions like Epcot and just like more the Magical Kingdom or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think they have more big oh, okay. attractions like that and Disneyland is smaller in comparison yeah he's taking ellie at a good age she's gonna love it yeah so a lot of carrying oh yeah so it's been a month guys since we've done our last podcast we we attempted one a couple (laughs) weeks ago but we were not successful it was a successful podcast but it it was it was rough we were having too much of a good time (laughs) we were we were wasted (laughs) (laughs) we decided about what 45 minutes in that we were just gonna yeah scrap it yeah we needed a little bit of a break so we're back and we're happy to bring you guys some new content but you know adrian went to a game tuesday night and made it on the big screen that's right of everyone's house espn i can officially mark off being drunk on a jumbotron off my bucket list on espn right on espn now so (laughs) to adrian's credit it's a very subtle drunk like you can tell she's kind of drunk, but you can't really tell like she's embarrassing. She's not embarrassing herself. Or, but I'm not showing my ass or anything. I mean, I think they I, they captured you and your brother on um, was it the seventh inning stretch? Yeah, it was the seventh inning stretch. We were they were we were in the middle of singing "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," and classic. And I was just <laughs> I was just laying in bed watching it on my phone. I was like, "Holy shit! I think that's Adrian. <laughs> that's Adrian wearing her." Texas Rangers shirt. So I, I screenshot it and sent it to her, and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did you know she was drunk? I, I could just tell. I mean, it's the seventh inning. <laughs> yeah. You, did, you, could, you, just, you just knew. And we had started drinking before we went to the game because we went to rain to, to pregame a little bit before we went to the game. So Yeah. It was a much-anticipated game. There were tons of people there. Yeah. It was OU versus Tech, baseball, the Red Dirt rivalry. And this year, my Sooners won. Now, I'm kind of disappointed I didn't go, but the kids wanted to go to Discovery Center night, so that's what we did. So, oh, that's rough. I'll take them next year. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But the tickets were sold out, right? Yeah, it was. It was. My brother actually got the tickets, and he got them. He got them pretty early, but it wasn't early enough because the two seats that he bought were actually like one was on one row, and then the other seat was on the other row right behind his seat. So we were going to be sitting like behind each other, and I was like, "That ain't gonna work." I said, "Let's just stand." for a little bit and, and then wait, wait for yeah. wait for people to leave and we'll go find some seats. Well, we ended up running into some family members on the third base side and we went and sat with them because there was empty seats next to them. And then they ended up leaving um, right before the seventh inning stretch because they had, you know, kids with them and they were like, we got to get these kids to school in the morning. So we're going to go. Y'all can have our seats. So we ended up taking their seats and that's when the seventh inning stretch debacle happened. <laughs> Hold on. So this this is a new revelation in a lot of ways. Ten dollar beer night. So you didn't it's in that every night. Yeah. All those beers are so expensive. I'm so, sure they spiked the prices that night too. So you just kind Probably. of fell into your lap, this bucket list item. Like had you it not really did. decided like if your brother had not gotten those two specific seats and you were beside each other there's a good chance that you never would have exactly. been on the Jumbotron. Yeah, because the seats were actually on the other other side, on, on the first base side, um, which I think that side was a lot more packed. And you could tell, like, the, on the third base side, which was the actual, the actual Tech side, more fans left because Tech was losing, and they were losing by a lot most of the game. More season ticket holders. Yeah. Which is and surprising because so, Tech is ranked number four, and they have such a good baseball program. Yeah, OU's not even ranked. Yeah, o- OU's not as as good as Tech is. Right. They haven't been in a while. But I was I was surprised they had some hot bats throughout the night, and they, they built a lead and sustained the lead. Yeah. And Tech made a lot of errors, too. Yeah, a lot of errors. So. Their pitching wasn't on point. Yeah. Like it was last year. Because it was like the opposite – uh, result last year yeah and tech was coming back there towards the end it just wasn't enough too little too late yeah it was a cool atmosphere i like the fact that amarillo is hosting games exhibition games like that because it just it exposes the the versatility of the venue that we have here yeah you know <coughs> con- concerts oh, sorry i mean they Supposedly. that one year what was it, the covid year that they did the uh the the college, the sod squad, mm-hmm. and the other team, and they they brought in all kinds of different um, college players. It was cool. To me, there's nothing better if you're gonna watch a sport live. There's nothing better than baseball. Oh yeah, doesn't matter America's the level. Pastime. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the level. It could be baseball. It could be softball. It could be peewee. It's just the atmosphere is fun. And Hodgetown is 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 a great place to view any kind of game. It is, and a lot of people that were opposed to the new stadium i think now have changed their minds oh yeah what do you think i mean i think there's some that are still bitter but you know you know how taxes go in texas hey man it gives the family something to do throughout the summer all the way into september it is relatively inexpensive when you consider Mm. going on like a like a wiener wednesday or something dollar hot dogs you can Get tickets and feed the family for fifty bucks, and that's that's hard to beat. Four hours of entertainment and food for fifty bucks for four people. I'd like to see them bring more 
games like that with division one baseball, you know, around the panhandle or division two have WT play some games there. Eastern New Mexico. I think that would be smart. I think that would be genius. Yeah. I think it would bring in a lot, a lot of people and everyone will get to see how nice of a venue it is. It's a great stadium. Didn't, didn't they win a contest for being the top stadium in Yeah, when in it first AA? opened in, in 2019, it was voted the best uh, AA stadium. It should have been. It cost us $60 million. <laughs> All right, but gonna... speaking of slaps across the face, <laughs> uh, I, I okay, so we're going to talk about the Will Smith slap, even though go. that dominated the headlines for a long time. But mm-hmm. fuck you guys. We haven't been around. We so haven't talked about it yet <laughs> together. So. Um, but seriously, I thought it was fake the first time I saw it and the second time. Not the reactions, just the slap. The slap, the yes. The slap, it just did that look, action looked face. But Chris Rock's reaction it to it looked choreographed, didn't it? Yes, it did. It just didn't sound right. It didn't sound right. But the reaction afterwards, that's what catapulted the audience into, wow, this is real. He's really mad, and he's shouting at him from his chair in the front row that slap was so fake they should not have given him the oscar no but really it was a real slap it just looked i mean so fake. bravo to chris action. rock for keeping his composure and not losing his shit yeah because he could have jumped on his back when he turned around he could have sucker punched him he was just he was in, in awe but he was just shocked yeah. yeah yeah even in his reaction like when will smith was telling him keep my wife's name out joe you, know, you see all the memes yeah <laughs> but he's like okay I will, like, dude. Yeah, he's chill. Like, it's just a GI Jane joke, and the joke was so mild; it wasn't extreme at all. Yeah, it didn't deserve that kind of reaction. I don't know. What did you guys think? He laughed at it. He did laugh, and then he looked over to Jada, <laughs> and she gave him the eye, and he was like, "All right, I got to do something." But she must have given him some kind of eye that switched, because he went from laughing to "I'm going to walk up in front of a hundred, two hundred people and slap you across the face." It's all the trauma from the entanglement, just subsided and just burst in his brain he just had to do something i actually watched the academy award. did you actually watch the academy oh. award? Okay. <laughs> who watches it i do i watch the academy awards of every course year. you're a you're a movie buff though i am i i'm a huge movie buff so i was actually watching the academy awards did you watch so i seen it happen live before all the memes came out right <laughs> and it's and it's funny because if you were actually watching the Oscars, you really didn't know what happened because they cut the sound out. So Chris Rock says the joke, and then you see Will Smith walking up to the stage, and you hear Chris Rock, you know, kind of laughing. And so I had the same reaction. I thought it was like some kind of staged, like Will Smith is going to go up and yep. it was some kind of scripted action. It's like I was a like, bit, oh, you what's know? Gonna, yeah, what's going to happen? Mm. And then. He slaps him, which I agree. It also the slap itself sounded kind of fake. It didn't sound right, and I think it's maybe because you know, Chris Rock had like a mic mm-hmm. on his on his uh, Collar, jacket, yeah. and I think he's he made connection with the mic, and, and that's shoulder, why it kind of yeah. it kind of sounded funny. But then after you hear Chris Rock say "Wow," you don't hear nothing else, mm-hmm. right? And then they pan over to Will Smith's um, face, and you can hear him like mouthing off, or you can see him mouthing off, but you can't 
they they cut the sound out so you don't know what's being said. So it's like, what the fuck is this really happening yeah. right, right now? Like, what the fuck? Well, and what's wild yeah. is that was had that happened so fast for them to cut it that you know whoever the producer was in the booth that was saying, "Hey, cut it." They were like, like "Yeah, cut yeah. the sound." Like it was so immediate. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, well, you're the first person that I've heard this from that actually watched it live. Mm-hmm. So you were the fan. Yeah. I watched it. <laughs> yeah, the one. What was your instant one. reaction? I just was like, kind of like Chris Rock's reaction. Like, I was just dumbfounded. I was like, confused. What the not hell? sure what, if like, this was real. Yeah. Yeah. Was it real? Was it fake? It was, it was just very, very odd. It was odd. It was very, very odd. Um, especially coming from Will Smith. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he was up for an award that night. He won and it. he ended up winning. And he won. And it. his speech later that night, I was just like, "This fucking guy," you know, it's like all acting. Yeah. He cried the whole fuck. And he, I also watched King Richard, and I really didn't think that he was that great in that movie. That was his first Oscar, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was and now he's one. banned for ten years. So. Yeah. <laughs> what was the difference and between the last ten years? <laughs> I guess nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he got an Oscar. Shit hey, he partied afterwards. He, yeah, he enjoyed yeah, yeah. it. He, did Chris Rock or did Chris Rock be like, I'm not going to go in there. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, Chris Rock walked away the winner in this because he kept his composure. He continued to deliver, you know, the next nominee and he didn't break stride in what he was supposed to do. He he kept it professional. I honestly feel bad for him because Will Smith really just embarrassed the shit out of him on that stage. Yeah. In front of everybody in the and whole he, fucking and, world, and Will watching. Smith embarrassed himself too. Yeah, yeah, but even though Chris Rock, I think everyone can agree, he did the right thing and the best thing. He's a bigger man, his, yeah. But yeah, I agree. It was that's a crazy embarrassing. He'll always and be I, remembered for that. I think I more I, than anything I, I else. Lost, yeah. I lost a lot of respect for Will Smith. Yeah, I, I understand. You know, you're offended by a joke, which it wasn't an extreme joke, like I had said, but. But I also you, you've got to handle that behind scenes. Yeah, and backstage, go back there, confront him, man to man. Don't do it on stage, and ruin the show and make it awkward. Do it when the time is appropriate. That's the only thing. Like I, I don't mind him standing up for his wife, but do it in the appropriate setting. Especially when you know you're going to win an award that night, you know, and that's just going to linger on the entire show. So to think about your actions before you that's, leap into them, right? That's why I think it wasn't a genuine reaction. I mean, he laughed. That was his genuine reaction laugh. is it was funny. Yeah. Because it was a it was a comical joke about something that's mildly serious, and it's but a again, joke. it's a joke. But apparently there had been some history between the two in but, the past. But still, I don't think he was upset. I think he was I think he was reacting to his to Jada being He was kind of triggered out. to just that just impulsively shows you, it says there. a lot more about this, their relationship. Yeah, it shows you just how toxic that fucking relationship is. Y'all remember and everybody seeing, oh, everybody knows that Jada has historically embarrassed Will Smith <laughs> for the last several years now. Oh yeah. Making him feel like a lot less a lot less of a man. His masculinity has yeah that video of her admitting to sleeping with their son's friend and him just sitting there crying was one of the saddest things I've seen in my life. I I had more sympathy for Will Smith then than I did in Fresh Prince of Bel Air when he was talking about his dad. So that interview that they did was that like an interview to address that situation or it just got brought up in in an ordinary conversation interview type. I think it was just a show they were doing. I think they like interviewed each other and. 
Like, was it to, like... They were talking about their marriage, and she admitted, uh, like, she was talking about her relationship with Tupac, and, um, you know, she she cheated on Will a few times, mm-hmm. and, you know, she even admitted that she was not pleased by him, like, sexually, and which is the reason why she cheated on him so many other times. And so I, I don't know. I never watched it. I've only seen like clips, and then of course I've seen the memes. But it was it was like them interviewing each other or something. Yeah, it was just really them know. talking about that's themselves weird. during yeah. COVID, getting all the shit out because that's how people dealt with that shit. <laughs> yeah, like oh man, the world, everything's bad. Let's just talk about our problems. Let's on talk about our problems TV. on national TV. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's awkward. Very much so. But you know what's cool is the entire comedic population has backed Chris Rock and is totally on his side and they've come to his defense and that's cool. All the comedians are speaking out and, you know, voicing how they really feel about it and, and, you know, applauding Chris Rock for his resilience and not acting out and being professional. So he's got a lot of people on his side. I was through all of this. I was more surprised at the people that were like, Oh, way to go. Will. Like the same people that were way to go that were saying way to go Will Smith for standing up for your wife and this and that are the same people that also say, well, you know, words can't hurt you and you know, yeah. f- facts are feelings or mm. feelings not fact. You know, they're the exact same people. So it was kind of hypocritical to to see that from a lot of people. But yeah, it power to Chris Rock. Yeah, didn't his like ticket sales for his stand up? Like yeah, he, he had a show a few that. nights after they that, went and it was from, sold out. They went from like $65 a ticket to like $543 oh, a damn. ticket, something like that. <laughs> well, there you go. I mean, Worth, in, worth the slap. In, he's arguably a top five comedian of all time with with the amount of... Uh, Big arguably on that Yeah, one. I mean, well, top ten at least. He's one of the greats, for sure. He is. Yeah. He's been around for a long time. He's put in a lot of work, a lot of... Yeah. His body of work is, is huge, so he's up there for sure. Top ten, I'd say. Yeah, some people top five. Most people not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're talking all all time, yeah, it's well, that's yeah. that's hard. Well, what? Yeah, that's that's a segment for like an, for our, another our day, lifetime. Though. He's probably up there. George Carlin is our lifetime. Robin Williams is our lifetime. Eddie Murphy's our lifetime. Yeah, you're right. I mean. Carlos Mencia is as well, but we're only talking about him in the top <laughs> negative 57. He stills jokes. He's not up there. That whole thing was just hilarious. That poor guy's life. Just yeah, for, he was he was an joke. asshole at the comedy store. He would bump people all the time. Like he would he he would take way too long when it was his turn for the night, which would in in return it would bump the other person off of the schedule and people hated him for that. Yeah. So a lot of comedians used to do that, and he was one of them. So a comedian can be a person for our next topic, but we have Yellow City Comic Con coming. He's returning to town. I think Ray Park is coming, right? Kel from Keenan and Kel's coming. Okay, now that's a guy that I honestly would not mind meeting. I would like to one time yeah. in my life, just because, like, hey man, you entertained the shit out of me when I was a kid. Oh, it definitely. needed entertaining. I think Ray Park was supposed to come, but he had a. Can- there was a couple of people that canceled because of scheduling conflicts um but the actual guest list i want to meet a power ranger is, too i'm not gonna lie i'd like to meet jason david frank but i any power ranger well be. austin st john is gonna be there he was the original oh, red yeah. ranger yep 
Then you have Jason was Doug yeah. Jones. Okay, um, that's cool. Larry Bagby, Tobias Jelinek, I think is how you say his name, and Denise Crosby. I wouldn't mind meeting Denise Crosby. I think that'd be cool. I've never been to a Comic-Con. So when is it? It's next weekend. Next weekend, okay. Yeah, next weekend. It's the 22nd to the uh, 24th. I'd like to go. That'd be fun. I'd take my kids. Yeah. Or at least my boys. They, they would probably enjoy it. <coughs> and you know how big anime is. I'm sure there's tons of that there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of cosplay and things like that for them to enjoy. Mm. But our question for this is, is who is anyone? Now, this is any... Let's keep it Comic-Con centered. You know, let's not say Denzel Washington <laughs> as the person that you would want to meet. Because that's... I mean, if I'm going to pick somebody, you know, him or Bradley Cooper. Uh, but anyway... No, probably not Bradley Cooper. Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans. Denzel Washington. Ryan Reynolds. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Star-Lord. I'd rather, I'd rather drink with him. <laughs> but who is who would be somebody famous, dead or alive, has to be alive, that you would want to meet or get an autographed picture taken with? I would say the Duff Brothers that uh, you know wrote and organized Stranger Things among an you know, a slew of other things. I, I really like their work. I'd like to meet them. Nice. Not the, not where I was expecting that to go. Yeah. I like that one. Well, Tobias Jinalik, like I said, is going to be here next weekend. And he's on the first season of Stranger Things. Is he? He plays one of the agents. He's only like on... He's not even in all of the episodes, I don't think, because I think he gets killed off towards <laughs> the end. Um... But yeah, he's he's in Stranger Things. And the new season's coming out in May, May, I believe. Yeah, next month. I'm excited for that. Adrian. Um if you have one. If we're go if we're going with obviously uh, we're we're gonna go with Comic Con theme, um I would probably wanna meet I would say right now I would wanna meet Oscar Isaac. Okay. Okay, why? I've been impressed with Because I, Because I just, number one, I like pretty much everything that he's in, all of his movies. And then right now he's in Moon Knight, um, which is a pretty good show so far. I've been enjoying, uh, enjoying it. Enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Enjoying. Maybe. <laughs> I just <laughs> I assumed you've drinking. been enjoying some other things. <laughs> well, I've been enjoying it with Oscar. Oh, Oscar. <laughs> yeah. So, I think the third the third episode of the first season came out yesterday. So, um, and then of course he's in the latest Star Wars movies. Uh, he was in Spider Man. Um, what's that? What's that animated one that came out? Into the uh, Spider Verse. In, yeah, Into the Spider Verse. He's in that. Um. So yeah, I would probably say that he would. Probably the one that I'd want to meet. He's Spider Man twenty ninety nine, isn't he? Yeah. Okay. Uh, that 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 makes sense. I think that's good mm-hmm. voice casting. Yeah, I've been watching Moon Knight. It's good. It's really good. It's I different. really like Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Apparently, it's like it's connected to the MCU, but they're not really trying to branch off and 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 connect it in terms of like the grand scope, which is something that right. they were saying drew them to the to the script, but. It's kind of hard not to, right? Or at least say, "Oh, you can connect it this way." Um, I'd I'd want to meet Harrison Ford, just because he's getting close to dying. You know, he's <laughs> he's getting up there in age. Yeah, 
But I I think if I could meet anyone with that Star Wars Indiana Jones, I would I would I'd choose Harrison Ford. I bet Joseph would have chose him as well. Probably. He's huge. Probably Harrison Ford. He'd swear at me though. Sorry, I don't know what Oh, all right. Well, that's our special bonus round, if you heard that <laughs> sound. <laughs> that means that we're going to move on to our bonus question of the night, which is, if you had three superpowers, what would they be? That's a tough one. I'd, ha- I'd have to say um, the ability to be invisible would be one. I don't know if that would... Can you turn it on and off, or are you just, like, stuck? Yeah, you could turn it on and off whenever you wanted to drift in and out. Yeah, and on and off would be good. And uh, superhuman strength. Okay. And the ability to fly. All right. Those would be mine. I feel like that's nice. a total package right there. You could fly up just do whatever and I just wanted. Messing up some birds and shit with your strength. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about you? I like strength. I think strength would be a really, really good one. Superhuman strength. I'm I'm torn between speed and the uh, and, and teleportation. Okay. Yeah. But I would I'd have to go teleportation. Um, but then I would also like the ability to read minds. Oh man, that would be that would be hard. I don't. I don't know. I I could see how that would be really fun, intriguing. It you know even. But there's going to be some stuff that you don't want to know. Oh, it's not. It's not constant. It's kind of like the invisibility. You can turn it, on you can and turn off. it. Okay. Like I can. You know. You can centralize it and focus it. But. I, I'm curious to hear, though, I, I want to hear a fourth backup one, though, in a second after we hear Adrian's three. Because <laughs> I have another one that's just bleeding in my head, but I want to hear Adrian's three. Um, I would definitely go with... Now, I'm... I'm, I'm my favorite X-Men... Or fa- favorite comic characters are, are, are the X-Men. So I'd have to go with the ability to regenerate, just like Wolverine. Nice. Healing, healing abilities. I... Um, cause you'd get drunk and be like, shoot me. Yeah. <laughs> just, just shoot me in the leg. Yeah. And then I would probably go with like x-ray vision. Okay. Can see keep. through any object. Yeah. Or obstacle. Yeah, for sure. And then. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would. Also, go with um, like what Raven can do, and like be able to change into any person that I want to. Shapeshifter, like, shapeshifting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See, <laughs> yours are all thought out and and deep and cool. Mine are just. Well, have you had some time to reflect, and we can come back, and you can make any adjustments. Because the one I would I would change, or I don't know necessarily change. Uh, telekinesis would be cool. You know, the ability to move things with your mind would yes. be. Would I feel be, like that would make my head hurt, though. It's just a muscle you got to practice. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a good one. That would be a good one. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have a a reserve one? Um, I would say breathe underwater. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, for for as long as 
I wanted. Just gills. Just under gills. Like, un, like underneath each ass cheek, you got like a set of gills. Because <laughs> you could virtually disappear, you know? That is another yeah. form of disappearing. And you could explore the ocean yeah. or lake, wherever you're at. Be like Aquaman. Yeah. Yeah. That would be cool. Would you eventually like be like want to talk to fish too? Oh, I yeah. mean, if you're going to live under there. <laughs> of course. There. You have to make yeah. all kinds of friends. Okay. This um th- this next part is it's kind of I saw a thread on it one t- a long time ago on on Reddit and I thought it was interesting but you pick out choose any of the any of the superpowers you want and you pick out the one but we get to decide or the other two get to decide what happens for you to use that power. Okay. If that makes sense. So like you could have okay, you have the invisibility as your superpower, but we can say only when you're tucking or something like that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know just like so, some some random yeah. thing that would that would bring light to it. Okay, so I would I would choose flying. So, what would you say I would have to do in order to fly? Okay, because like it has to be it has to be something stupid and bizarre. Okay, flying, but only wearing a tail on your legs to steer. So you have to like essentially put on like a like a mermaid bottom, so that way it, you can use it to like to guide yourself. So you're telling me I would have to carry that around and have to slide that on in order to yes. Fly so otherwise, you wouldn't have a way of really steering, and you would just so a fucking mermaid tail. Yeah, yeah, wow. to help you steer. That's that's out there. You said go out there. I was trying to think effective. All right, Adrian, which one are you going to choose of yours? Uh, the healing. Healing, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's think here. What would be something stupid to make you do in order to initiate the healing process? Um, you'd have to get on all four, all fours, and you'd have to bark like a dog in the middle of a street. <laughs> And then you have your ability. That's very, very, <laughs> very specific. It's very specific. You're out in the middle of the desert. You're like, shit. There's no street. <laughs> There's no street. Arr! You're just howling at the moon. Nice. Okay. Yeah. You'd have to make a complete ass out of yourself before you could <laughs> enjoy that superpower. Or chug a 30 pack. Oh, God. I mean, yeah, yeah. what would you rather do? I'll take that. Bark 30. like a dog. I'll take that 30 In the middle 30 of the street. <laughs> And then and then your your intoxication goes away just like that. But you have to finish the whole thirty pack. Yeah. yeah. No. Okay, that's what you're gonna choose. Walk around with a funnel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, sense. your turn. Uh, I want to let's do the teleportation. Teleportation. Okay, you'd have to go streaking at the grocery <laughs> store. Teleportation. I can only <laughs> teleport at Market Street naked. <laughs> <laughs> And only in that moment you can teleport to somewhere else. It's like Terminator. You can. You have to say, "Beam me up, Scotty." Before beam me up, Scotty. While <laughs> being naked. In a, in a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> just running into United. Beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, just streaking all the way through United, and you would. Knowing you, you um, would just you would wait until the aisle was clear, and then you would just do it. Yeah, and then someone would just walk right 
yeah. through the other side or on the corner, and then you'd be caught. And clearly, that person would know me. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, it wouldn't. Make Someone sense. really important in your life. Yeah. yeah. Here's another good one for Adrian. If you every time you heal yourself, feathers sprout from whatever you healed. <laughs> <laughs> so you're just like walking around like a half chicken. Uh, what's the next segment? Um, we have our far out segment. Yeah, we right? do have our far our out segment. And, I mean, that was pretty so, far out, but but this was pretty fun. If you had to get a tattoo right now, gun to your head, what would it be and where on your body? Scott, you're going to go first. Is the guy with the tattoo gun? Is it the the same guy with the gun to my head? No. Okay. This is a incredible tattoo artist. Where am, oh, okay, so where are we? Why did I get in this predicament? No, I don't think there's a backstory. It's just, <laughs> ran, it's just now. So I need to know where on my body and of what mm-hmm. I would get a tattoo probably on my right thigh, and I would get the Ghostbusters ghost. Okay, <laughs> so you're a huge Ghostbusters fan. Yeah, yeah. but it'd also be really easy because I'm I'm white as hell on my. You know legs. the guy the guy <laughs> so. that um, is on Ghost Adventures, Zach. Bagans. Galifianakis. He he just bought some Ghostbuster memorabilia and he got the original which what is it called the, the releases um the green ghost. What's his name? Slimer. Slimer. Yeah. He bought it for three hundred thousand dollars, the original one, and it still operates, still works. Like the animatronic? Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Wow. That would be that would be something that would be. So worth he's got a whole. haunted museum in Las Vegas, and he's oh. got a whole area dedicated to the Ghostbusters. Really? Yeah. I had no Tight. idea. And he's collecting all kinds of memorabilia from the movie. Yeah, I honestly didn't know. And this is not a dog against him. I, I, I mean, he could have been. I didn't know that that guy was that successful. The dude or is had worth like other ventures like that. The dude's worth millions. I didn't either until I researched it, and the, the guys made a ton of money. You research some of the weirdest. I know. Shit, it, this is this is what happens when you're in bed late at night and you're just on YouTube and you're watching random shit. And yeah. I love paranormal stuff, so that yeah. popped up, and I was taking a tour of his museum, and that was in there. So that reminded me of that. But yeah, that's pretty. Cool. Are you that big of a fan though that you would yeah. buy like memorabilia? Yeah, I have some. Do I have you? some, a few things, yeah, like little dolls and things like that. He's got the mold that made the backpack that that's they wore. Cool. He's got um, the one that the Ghostbuster that passed away, the only one that's died. <clears throat> Harold Ramis. He's got his outfit that he wore in the movie. He's got some that's cool pretty stuff. cool. Okay, and what's his name? Zach Galifianakis. Yeah, basically, okay. Bagans. <laughs> Bagans Zach. Yeah. Zach Bagans. Okay. All right, Adrian, what are you yep. going to get? Gun to your head, tattoo, where are you going to get it? What are you going to get? Um, I would get get it on my arm, just because I feel like that would probably be the least painful spot to get. Um, As far as what I would get, I don't know. I'd probably get like a sugar skull or something like that. On your arm? Mm-hmm. Forearm? No, I would probably do like my bicep, I guess. Okay. I feel like that would be the least painful part of your body. So you like that kind of artwork? Yeah. Okay. That makes good it's, shit. You know? It's beautiful artwork. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to say, that's a Day really the good one to stuff. Yeah. 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 What about you, James? Mine's pretty stupid. <laughs> I would get uh, Beavis and Butthead. Please see on his dick. Please see on his dick. <laughs> on, my, on, on my ass cheek. 
<laughs> Gun to my head, that's what I'm getting. Would you get both of them, or would you just get like Beavis and Butthead, the the words, or would you? No, just... I would get the full illustration, cartoon version of them on my buttocks. On your buttocks. Yeah, that would be a good one. I was such a big fan of Beavis and Butthead that when it came out on DVD, I went to Hastings, I went to Best Buy, I went everywhere to try to buy the complete set. That was back in 2005 when it came out, and when DVDs were. You know, popular and it hasn't been that many years. Uh, yeah, it hasn't. But they were they were kind of collectors' items too back then. Now you really don't see anyone collecting DVDs. Do you think that's going to happen in the future though? People collect DVDs. What's going to be nostalgic in forty years that that from our lifetime that we've loved at one point? I don't know, man. I feel like DVDs will come back eventually. I still have a lot of DVDs. I do too. They're just Blu-rays. stashed away. I don't yeah. use them anymore. I I got rid of all of them as soon as we adapted stre- or adopted streaming. I yeah. I got rid of them. We don't keep them. I mean, I have my Xbox that I can play DVDs on and and Blu-rays. It's on kind of a bummer it. though, isn't it? Like, I loved owning them and collecting as many as I could. Yeah. And having you know a, a big huge cabinet full of them. That's what Joseph used to do. That dude used to collect them like crazy. He, he had tons of them. Now they're obsolete, really. Yeah. I I enjoyed buying them. I enjoyed collecting them. <clears throat> I mean, I loved going to Hastings when they had their buy two, get third for a dollar yeah. or deals and, and, you know, trading them back and forth when you'd get the really, really crappy releases. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't necessarily collecting them to see that I had them. It was just knowing that I always had the option to watch them whenever I wanted to. And I still yeah. have that gratification on streaming and mm-hmm. it's significantly more instant, but it's not the same for me. Anyways, you know, I'm like, I'm a collector. So yeah, the hard copies were always cool to have. And so were VHS tapes at one time. Yeah. I mean, how, how many VHS tapes did your parents have when you were growing up? A lot <laughs> stashed away in a bottom drawer or a cabinet somewhere. We had a lot of homemade, like record your own, Yes. Where you just record three different movies on the same VHS. I've got one here pop, in my hand. Pop the hand. little thing out. I found this bad boy. This is um, a series of my games when I was a kid. Football, baseball, basketball, and 4th of July. I don't have a VCR right now, but I'm going to go buy one so I can watch it. Oh, no. I meant like a movie comes on the TV and you record it onto that. Yeah. From like HBO and stuff like that. My mom used just, to do that with just rip her soap operas. She would record them throughout the day. And I used to record Beast Wars on VHS. Beast Wars was legit. Yeah. That was one show that I tried watching it again as an adult and it didn't hit the same. But Beast Wars was Beast Wars was good. It was. Beast Wars was intense. Uh, it came on, what, Saturday mornings? I think. I don't know. That and Dragon Ball Z I really liked. I got reruns after school some days, I feel like. Yeah, like sixth grade. <clears throat> so, so, so we've got a Ghostbuster tattoo. We've got a Sugar Skull. And we've got Beavis and Butthead. Which is strange that you didn't go something paranormal. Which, yeah. Speaking of which, why don't you have a paranormalish tattoo? That's a good question. That's going to be next on my. Adrian, do you have tattoos? On my list, I think. I don't have any. You don't I have, have any. I think we need. I, to get, I think we need to get tattoos. Would you be open to getting one? Yeah, I would. I think we should go get a paranormal tattoo. I have to finish this one because I'm going to put, <laughs> like, I got to finish the moon up here, but I want to make it like the Ghostbusters. Yeah, I love that one. In a lot Let's of ways. See. Describe your tattoo. 
Uh, it's just a tree, but it's a Halloween tree, and so it has pumpkins on it, and like a like a fallish background sky and stuff, just reminiscent of the book, the Ray Bradbury book, Halloween Tree. Favorite book as a kid. That's a cool Great tattoo. Movie. I remember we we talked about that movie before. Yeah, I've never seen it. But you can stream it. Can't buy the DVD anywhere, <laughs> but you can stream it. Another reason streaming is better. Yeah. So, in other local news, what? Who put this in the Google Doc? A guy from Amarillo wins Forged in Fire Grand Prize. I did. I put that Adrian in there. Did. Yeah. Because I've watched that show so many times. It's an awesome show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I never knew that. <coughs> a, it was still right. airing. Yeah. <laughs> and B, there's a guy from Amarillo that was on it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. So tell us about it. it. So, um, I can't remember his name. I want to say his name is Jacob. Hold on. Let me, let me, or Jason. Let me. For those of you that don't know, Forge and Fire is a television competition show where guys, individuals, people make swords, knives, blades, things like that. And they have to go through certain trials from professionals to test the durability, the strength. (laughs) And then at the end, there's there's always a winner that gets a prize. But I mean, they're they're cutting carcasses in half, and I mean it's it's wild. It's a great show. How much of that do you think is really their craftsmanship of their own putting into that? Well, object? I I actually I, I I listened to they they did like a celeb- celebratory thing for him at a uh, Hodgetown, and uh, the night that you went. No, this was actually oh, okay. I get I guess this was this evening or yesterday evening um but kvii news channel 7 they uh were there and they interviewed him and he Uh talked about how difficult the competition was and um how much work he had to put into his craft just to get on the show so did he have to come up with the final product to present to them to in order for them to invite him to be on the show like did he have yeah he had a he had to do what did he say he had to do like uh make like three things uh-huh. just to get on the show. And then he had to show them like his entire like portfolio. And um, like it was, he said it was pretty intense. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to, I know his last name is Floyd. I can't, and I, I want to say his first name is starts with a J. I'm going to talk about blaze and the forging of iron. That's because an Amarillo resident and Sot Poodle's co-head groundskeeper, Jason Floyd has more Jason than Floyd, the title of bladesmith this is a scene tonight over at hodgetown where uh, family friends and co-workers gather to watch the finale on the history channel's program forged in fire jason's been making knives for a while and was spotted on social media he got the invite to take part and the rest is history it wasn't easy but he survived the pressure early and wowed him with his finale ninja blade show is a process you do skype interviews with product with production um you uh, have to show products that you've made, you know, knives that you've made, and uh, they tell you whether or not you're good enough to be on the show or not. You kind of go through the initial casting process, then they, uh, it's really a waiting game. Um, you wait to hear back from them, and I had uh, about four days' notice before I actually went and filmed when they contacted me the next time. But television performance <laughs> was not... Initially, I guess first round, I was I was really disappointed in, in what I did. Um, the time crunch is real. The everything you do on set is real. 
it is not. Uh, it is. It is. It is. It is a really tough competition. Um, but the initial knife that I made, I didn't think was very good, but it was good enough to uh, advance to the to the next round. Enjoy the whole process. Um, the the creativity that, that that's involved and uh, the challenge both really kind of pushed me to the limits, I guess, to, to see what I'm capable of, and uh, I have yet to yet to see the end of that yet. By the way, his final blade was a beauty. He won the competition and the top prize, 10 grand. He doesn't get to keep the blade, though. That's on the wall of the set of Forged in Fire. So big congrats to him. All right, from That's pretty cool. Congratulations uh, to Jason. Congrats, I'm, Jason. Yeah, that's, seriously, man. That's impressive to be able to handcraft a blade yourself and win $10,000 off that show. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. You've got to be really talented. For sure. I wonder if he's got a store or if he'll. I mean, if he has he has an, an outlet or something like that that he. Oh, he can makes use that to his leverage stuff. forever. I mean, he can. Absolutely. He can open his own knife store. There's a knife store over here, and there's one in the mall. Is that one really a knife store? I know it's called uh, Knife Guys, but every time I go in there, I'm, I'm I'm just more unimpressed. No offense, guys. Knife Guys, but I mean. I'm just very unimpressed with it. I've never been in there. Have you not? They have some cool blades. No, <laughs> like I just they have them. swords or anything. They've got. They used to have swords. I haven't been in in a long time, just for the sheer fact of I didn't want to be disappointed. Hey, didn't wasn't there uh, a comic book store in in that area, the Big Apple, when we were growing up? Wasn't it right there? Is it still there? The Big Apple was on like on Western. On Western, yeah. Yeah. Kind of over by that Pizza Hut. That's over where the knife, the knife store that I'm thinking of. It's in that area. Big Apple's still there. Is it? Yeah, they have um, people that come and sign and do autographs and things like that. I used to go in there and buy Pogs back in the day. I never got into Pogs. Never did. No. Did you, Adrian? Did you ever buy Pogs? I never bought them, but I had an aunt that used to give them to me all the time. But they were I never, I never really played with them or anything like that. I love the artwork on them, and then you, you could buy the slammers, and they were solid metal. They were really cool. But yeah, congrats to Jason. That's that's yeah. pretty cool. It's rare to have people from Amarillo on a um, reality TV competition show. Didn't we have one on a singing competition at one point? We had a, we had that girl from that was on American Idol. That was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeesh. What was her name? Lacey, Is American Lacey Idol Brown. still on? Lacey Brown. That was her name. She was on the ninth season. Um, Did you look that up? Because otherwise it's really yes. impressive that you remember yes. that. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, damn, Adrian. On the ninth season. Why are you playing coy? You're a really big fan. She was on the ninth season of uh, American Idol. That was back in 2011. Wow. wow. How'd she do? Um, Let's see. Where did she get? I know she, she didn't win the whole thing. I know that. Um, She... she just missed the top 10. Uh, let's see. What's she up to now? What is she up to now? Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's probably still living in Amarillo. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure she has some type of career. Oh, yeah. I'm sure she works. Well, in the music <laughs> industry, you oh, jerk. okay. I didn't know where you were going with that. I thought you were just a blanket <laughs> statement of gratitude and happiness for her. So, have you guys seen this worst state bracket that Barstool put out? No. Yes. Oh, well. I'm I put that time. on there, too. 
As I seen it, and I thought it was interesting, and thought we could maybe talk about it. Texas was not on the bracket. Okay, so list Obviously. the states Texas is that were on there. State. Um, from memory, I, I've don't gotta, look it up. Adrian. No, I, I have to look it up because I don't remember because there was like sixteen states on the bracket. Okay, so number one, Florida yeah. against number sixteen, State Farm commercials. <laughs> Uh, number eight, Louisiana against number nine, Arkansas. Number five, New Jersey against number 12, New York. I think it's fair to put them two together. Number four, Mississippi. Number 13, Connecticut. Again, I think that's a fair competition. South Dakota. Number three, South Dakota. Number 14, California. Oh, that one's going all the way because South Dakota is amazing and beautiful. It is. And California is probably pretty beautiful too, but just not. Bad people uh, there. Number six, for West Virginia to number... 11, Utah. I don't have much of an opinion on either of those. Number two, Indiana against number 10, Nebraska. Number two, North Dakota against number 15, Ohio. I feel like Ohio is going to win just because nobody remembers Ohio as a state. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing against them. It's just. Hey, they've, they've got, they play some good football there. I re, I'll, I'll remember Ohio more than I'll remember North Dakota or any other Dakota for that matter. When I think of the Dakotas, I think of the scenery and it being cold. And when I think of California, I think that that is my number one choice for the worst state of all time. Florida? California. Oh, California. Florida man is the only saving grace to Florida. Because Florida would be absolutely terrible and nothing more than just like where old people go to retire. But the excitement of Florida Man makes it worthy of not being the worst state because it gives us comedy. Yeah, I, I mean, I would say California, West Virginia, or New Jersey. Those are my top three of being the worst. For no particular reason, I just, I just don't like them. I'm... I'm going to choose in my top three for being the worst. Um, I'm going to choose Ohio because, again, I feel like it's just easily forgotten. Um, I'm going to choose New Jersey because I, I just don't like the way Jersey sounds. And State Farm commercials because they used to be good. Now they're not. <laughs> who does this State Farm commercials? Who, who is that guy? I don't know, but it was great when it was... Jake? Well, Jake from State Farm yeah. was 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 top notch, but then, you know, it turns out that that really was a woman he was talking to, self identified, and it's not as funny now. Well, out of these states, for the best, in my opinion, I'd have to put Louisiana up there. Louisiana, and maybe Mississippi. Yeah, Mississippi's bad. It's such a poor state. Like, there's so much poverty there. And that tells you a lot about their government. You know what I mean? That's true. And When I think of Indiana, it's just a basketball state to me. Mississippi is number 37 in education for higher education and number 43 in pre-K through 12. So they're right up there with uh, Oklahoma. (laughs) <laughs> oh, why is it Oklahoma what, not what on is, the list? What is their um, incarceration rates? Because Oklahoma's like top five. Oklahoma's like third in the country in incarceration rates. Hey, Oklahoma's like my second home, all right? Texas Panhandle, always number one. 
Uh, has an incarceration rate of 1,000 people per 100... 1,000 per 100,000 people. So, high. I can't find a, a number. Yeah, as far as... As far as their ranking. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been to a lot of these states, so it's hard to hard to tell or hard to say which one is the worst. But when I think of California, I just think of the people. I mean, California is beautiful in a lot of ways. They've got the beach, the scenery, the good weather, the music. But the people, the actors, Hollywood, I'm just not a fan of. Half of them don't even live there. They live in Montana. Their ideology, I mean, it's just it's just different than where we're from. It's totally different perspective. Different. different perspective, yes. I'm looking through these comments, and I don't see a single person that's throwing hate that Texas is not on there. And so that just tells me everybody loves Texas. Yeah. Texas is probably one of the only states. I feel like Texas... It's one of the most lovable states, I would say. Yeah. I feel like Texas and Alaska... And maybe California are the there's, only states that people that are not from the Americas could find them on a map. There's a reason why people from places like California and Oregon move here. Why is that? There's a big reason. No state income tax. Well, that and it's a cheaper cost of living. Yep. Um, we don't let fucking heroin users take a fucking shit in our streets <laughs> in the fucking broad daylight but we are gonna let adrian get on all fours and bark like a dog <laughs> damn it she'll heal herself <laughs> no but we do we do we we are a huge trafficked area for fentanyl because of our proximity to the southern border and the fact that it's very insecure isn't the prison system worse on the west coast than it is in in the south here in texas what like as far as um conditions conditions uh operations just the way it's ran that's what i've always heard um i mean i couldn't tell you how california's running their prisons you know what i'm saying um i mean yeah i, I, I really couldn't have you heard of you. any other states I mean, where the, you've heard bad things about their prison system new york new york is it just with, overpopulated? With, with like Rikers Island, uh-huh. I've heard a lot of bad and negative things about them, about the living conditions, about how they treat inmates with mental health issues, um, just things. The CO things turnover like, rate. The turnover rate. Um, what do they pay CEOs just, up there? Just, just how this, uh, just how the inmates are treated and stuff like that. Um, well, in New York, they're actually some states will actually license correctional officers as peace officers and they do in New York. So obviously they pay a lot more. Like they probably start off at about 75,000 a year. Mm-hmm. I mean, the which, cost of which it, honestly, if you, if you live in New York and you make less than that, you're probably not going to be able to afford to live in New York. So yeah. especially, so especially Jersey. in this, especially in the city, where's the poverty line? Especially, especially in New, in York, New York city. Well, you're going to have, Poverty in certain areas, especially in the city, especially in the city. Like as far um, as like Brooklyn, annual income, like what is their annual income threshold of being poverty? Uh, that that I don't know. That I, I wonder. That we'd we'd have to look it up. Scott, Jared's, Jared's look probably up. looking it up right well, now. Well, households in New York have a median annual income of seventy-two thousand. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. If you make less than that, you 
<laughs> you ain't living in New York, especially in the city. I couldn't imagine living in, in New York. I couldn't. Too many people. I'd hate too it. compact. I'd hate it. The it's, pollution. Well, it's just, it's dirty. City. If you go outside of the city. Yeah, outside of that New is a York beautiful. City. That is actually really I've a beautiful heard, yeah, stra- state. I've heard the landscape there. The the scenery is beautiful. I can't get over the twenty four hundred dollars for a one bed or like a like a one room efficiency essentially. Yeah, <laughs> that I've seen for for apartments and things like that. And, and is, your dad lives in Brooklyn. No, he he lives. He used to live in the Bronx. Okay, and he he was paying over two grand for you know, a, a two-bedroom apartment. And it was so small. Like, this is how small this apartment was. Like, if you went to the kitchen, right, and you opened up the refrigerator, you couldn't even open it all the way because the door would hit the counter that's on the other side. Yeah. Like, that's how small the kitchen was. <laughs> was the price? And now, now he lives in Pennsylvania because it, he, what he was, what he's, he had a house built, like in the fucking mountains in Pennsylvania. And what he's paying for his mortgage is less than what he was paying for that two-bedroom apartment in the Bronx. So was that, a, like, the amount, the price increase and everything, was that gentrification, or was it just the, Possibly, the way the yeah. economy is gone? Okay. Possibly gentrification. Because, I mean, especially in areas like the Bronx and Manhattan, like Harlem, like when you hear, when you hear of Harlem, mm-hmm. you think of ghetto, right? Yeah. You think of a poor black neighborhood because that's what Harlem was back in the day, but now it's nothing but white people. I feel like that's where it's nothing. It's in it, it, it's it's all upper middle class. The demographics have changed dramatically. Yeah. I feel like years. that's where Cardi B is from. Is from Harlem. Is she from the East Coast? No, she's from the Bronx. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, she's, she's from, from New York, the Bronx, New York City. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's one she's, place I I couldn't imagine myself. She's living half there. Trini. <laughs> Is she really? Yeah. So you're a fan? Of Cardi B? Uh-huh. No. Just because they're from this. The, what about her the looks? Sharing nationality doesn't mean. I, I'm hey more, now. I'm more Did you of say a, her books? Her looks. I'm more, oh. of, a, I'm more of a Nicki, Nicki Minaj Nicki fan. Nicki Minaj, okay. Yeah. She's, full, she's full-blooded Trinidadian. Oh, damn. It's like that. She was, from, she was born in Trinidad. <laughs> was she? Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I thought Nicki Minaj was British. <laughs> like when she first came on the scene like years and years and years ago because i could have sworn when she was singing her damn songs she was she had a british accent i could have sworn that that chick was in fact i'm gonna, I'm gonna no, there's, one of her songs. there's one from australia she's a white chick is it iggy azalea i am not mixing up Nicki minaj and iggy she azalea. falls in you the same family tree of those type no. of fe- female rappers no doesn't she that the Here, Iggy chick. She falls in the same category. Here's the difference same between genre. like Nicki Minaj and Cardi B. Is Cardi B only makes thought music. Okay. Nicki Minaj That's, that's a deep music that Nicki you Minaj think about. <laughs> can make thought music, too. but she can also make like pop music that mm-hmm. can that can um that even kids could probably fucking listen to, you know? They played this song she at plays Western pop music. Bowl. She does pop music. She does EDM music. She does all kinds of music. She's not as popular anymore, is she? She. That's her song? She hasn't done a new album in a while. Okay, turn that shit off. <laughs> she sounds like she's British. Uh, 
Yeah, that's like a that's a straight up pop song. That is right a straight up pop yeah, song. Yeah, so she can do pop. She can do hip hop, R and B. Yeah. Cardi B is just straight. Straight. Cardi B will drug Not, you and, st- and rob you. She will <laughs> drug you and rob you because that yeah. is what she used to do. Same thing with like Megan Thee Stallion. Just oh, she's but, a she's a newer version. It's nothing of nothing Cardi but B. thought music. Yeah. yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. That that's fine. Would you consider? Um, but I agree. Missy I, Elliott and who's the other one? Uh, Lil Kim, thought music. Lil not Kim. not Missy Elliott. Not mi- no. the, definitely the Lil origin Kim. of it. Do you feel like they started it? I think little little mm. Kim might have started that thoughtness. <laughs> <laughs> she she was an OG because you know she had the nails and she fucking had flamboyant the, big, the yeah. big tits fucking hanging out everywhere. <laughs> Look at her now, calling everybody. You know? Have you seen her now? Oh my gosh, she's she, had way too she's, much Botox. Oh, bleached her skin. She bleached her skin. Yeah, like Michael Jackson. And she, and she had a lot of plastic surgery done, yeah. like on her face. She does not look she, remotely she yeah, like she, she did no. fifteen years ago. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's ruined herself. She she looked way better. There's before. no way that's her. Yeah, dude, that's her. That is wild. That's really wild. She looks like a fucking alien. She does. Oh she my does god! Not look look human. at this one. Look at this one. Dude, she looks like a different person. Like straight up, just a different she's an old person. white woman. That's <laughs> yes. crazy. She does. She looks like the one chick from um with uh what's her name? Really hot, can sing, um, sexy, Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, who's the chick from Sweet Home Alabama? I don't know. Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> she wanted to be a lawyer. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with her, yeah her, her, the, her, her friend. Country accent. Yeah, her friend. That's the one that she. Her southern she, that's who accent. She looks like. Yeah. I, I need. I don't, no, I don't she. Know who you know who she is. looks like? She looks like. I'm telling you exactly who she the looks Wayne's like. Wayne's brothers on. She looks like white chicks. She looks like Marlon Wayans dressed up as a white chick. Exactly. <laughs> like identical, man. That is. That is the man. biggest botched plastic surgery job yeah, I'd ever. Go get my money. And back. she's wealthy. Yeah. Like, come on. She, but she was. Gorgeous too. Yeah, she was. I mean, thought away, but I mean, like to go from that. Even to Michael that. Jackson, he wasn't a bad-looking guy before he had all of that plastic surgery. Mm, but yeah, when he first started but it, yes, I heard that he his first dad would it. always ridicule him and tell him how big his nose was. And one time he broke his nose, and then he had to have all this reconstructive surgery, and it just never looked the same. So it just kept. He kept having to get surgery on it, and it just kept getting worse. There is no doubt that that man had a lot of abuse throughout his life. But at the same time, he, he was an artist. And an artist is not true always artist, the most... Yeah. yeah, true artist. An artist is not always there mentally and has the same uh, mental capacity as other people. They're very eccentric, for sure. Yeah. They, they have a wild perspective his, on everything. His music was just great. Timeless. King of pop right there. Yeah, the way he blended his lyrics and the melody was just... Dance moves, everything. Uh-huh. Jackson Five. Speaking of music, is there any like like what what are you listening to right now? Like, is there a new song, new album? Are you going back to something you listened to a long time ago? <laughs> so, like a, a song that we're addicted to, whether it's new or old, that we just can't stop listening to. Exactly. Oh man, that's a good question. 
And then we're going to judge each other because that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> Man, I have to go back to the 90s. But are you currently listening to that? Yes, I am currently. Okay. I, this is a song I, I've always liked, but I just can't stop listening to, and that is Silver Chair Tomorrow. Nice. That song is one of my favorites of all time. They're kind of a one-hit wonder, you know, but mm. that song is one that I am addicted to that I can't ever get tired of. I can play it at any moment of the day, and I'm I'm good to go. Nice. What will, you you? Pl- will you play it for us? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me a second. Yeah. All right, well, while, while you're getting that one ready, um, Silverchair reminds me of, like, track meets in middle school and stuff like that. Silverchair, Blink-182, because we would – Go to track meets and we would just sit there for an entire day or sometimes a day and a half and you would just sit at your little tent on your blankets and share out CDs. <laughs> and listen to Silver Chair. Listen to Silver Chair and Blink one eighty two and Chronic. They're from and, Australia and Yeah, they were kids. Yeah, they were kids. They were like teenagers when they wrote this song and when it was released. Timeless. It's the guitar for me coming up. With the distortion pedal and get after it. So there's your dose of silver chair tomorrow. All right. All right. Let the, you've got to yeah. introduce yours. All right. So uh, this one, um, I didn't listen to him much. I've gotten on a little bit of a post Malone kick okay. the past few and on my hey, post is awesome. When I'm, when I first get to school in the morning, this is usually the song that's like playing in my AirPods and stuff like that by the time I get there. Um, and it's not necessarily a, an exciting song. It's just one that has been ending up on my playlist a lot. Said she tired of little money, need a big boy. Pull up 20 inch blades like I'm little Troy. Now it's everybody. What's the title of the song? Wow. There you go. Is this one of his earlier songs? I don't think so. I have no clue though. Um, I think this was on one of his. I think this was on his first album. Cause I, I play I like this song too. I've got this in my playlist. Yeah. I want to say it's from his first album. I think so. The dude is so rangy with his first style. First or second album. You know? Yeah. That's what I like about him. Yeah. All right. Good All right, choice. Adrian. Good choice. Um, there's a couple of songs. But what's one that um, you, your go-to that you just. As of recent, you're addicted to As of recently, as far as addiction, um, there's a new Jack Harlow song that just came out called First Class. And that's one um, you have to play the song. That, that I've been listening to a lot. But is that the one you're going to choose? Um, Surprise us. You yeah. don't have to choose that one. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was either that or Feathered Indians by Tyler Childers. See, my second country, one was going to be country uh, song. Little Bunny Foo Foo. Because that's on my playlist a lot as well. 
as recently played because of my children. Yep. Hey. Four-year-old digs much that respect. little bunny foo-foo. Much respect. Why is it not playing? Turn it up. Oh, here. Oh. <laughs> and I can put you in. Mm. <laughs> so I haven't heard much of his music, but I know he's gaining a lot of popularity. Mm-hmm. So he's a white rapper, right? Yes. He's from Kentucky. He's from Louisville. Okay. Um, how old is he? Uh, he's probably like mid twenties. Mid twenties. Maybe I don't. I don't know. Um, I know it's popular with the ladies. I've heard, I've heard that on uh, social media. <laughs> I don't know about all that. I, I, but yeah, I like his music. Um, and and I will say this because I've been to Louisville a lot. Every white guy that lives in Louisville, Kentucky, acts black. It's just how it is. <laughs> okay. That's if you go to if you go to Louisville, Kentucky, or Cincinnati, Ohio, mm-hmm. every white dude, Cincinnati, especially especially if they're in their late so, teens, early twenties, mid twenties. Why do you think that, that is? What what's influencing that? I don't know. I mean, maybe the maybe culture, maybe the, just because be maybe just because it's the culture there, and I mean I mean Louisville does have a, a high uh, population of African Americans, so it's just. That's just the culture of, of what it is, I guess. Well, I feel like it, it's kind of that way in Louisiana, too, to a certain extent. Yeah, it really just, is. You're just a product of your environment. and Pretty much. But Louisiana has a lot, has other cultures. Cultural influences, yeah. Yeah, than, than that. I mean, Louisiana, comparing Louisiana to just one individual yeah, it's town. A, it's a melting pot, really, of everything there. He's 24. 24, okay. Yeah. So he's a young dude. <laughs> <laughs> he's a young, that old youngin over there. Hey, he's ten years younger than singing us. Singing his rap music. <laughs> so we've got to rate each other's. So who's, who who wants to get rated first? I'll ra- I'll yeah, rate you. Y'all can rate mine first because I know y'all probably hated that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it. I just I the, he, it the sample it, sounded familiar. It, yeah, the sample sounded. Yeah, familiar. it's it's sampled from. Um, Black Eyed Peas, I believe. That's a Black Eyed Peas song. I don't know. I just, I just remember first class. That's a Fergie yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. It took right. me it's back to the 2000s. Okay. Yeah. First of yeah. all, Fergie, damn. You were a Fergie fan I back in the day. I loved Fergie back in the day. Yeah. Who didn't love Fergie back in the I day? I like Gwen Stefani. I'll tell you who did. You can love <laughs> Fergie and Gwen Stefani at the same time, and it'd just be magic. Yeah. They're kind of the same person in a way, in my eyes. I mean, their style, their their vibe is kind of similar, but yeah, that song literally just <laughs> dropped like earlier this week on Spotify. Like, it's it's literally brand new. Okay, we only heard like twenty thirty seconds of it, so yeah. Does it get and, and you yeah. mostly heard the chorus? You didn't hear when he like actually yeah. starts like rapping and. That's stuff, what I'm so. curious is if it gets better. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, play yeah. some of it for us. Well, like, I think we it can, was right. We can jump forward a little bit. We can scrub it oh, forward. Shit. Still by Get a Blue. Yeah, 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 yeah. This, is, this is a little bit better. <laughs> this is a little bit better. Okay, so let me let me forward it here a little bit. Jossie Britney Spears got pregnant. Yeah, I heard about that. That kid's gonna be so fucked up. That's weird, man. She's like what? She's older she's than us now, right? Yeah. 
Eh, that's still that's still appropriate. So yeah, this is a, this is when he starts actually rapping. Sweet semen? Damn. <laughs> I'm trying not to spit my beer out. <laughs> Why do y'all sleep on me? I need your reasons. Uh, I got plaques in the male peak season. Shout out to my UPS workers, making sure I receive it. You can do it too, believe it. Yes, shout out to all the UPS and FedEx <laughs> workers, making sure we get our packages on time, baby. <laughs> Man, this post-COVID rap is is insane. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, um, the references are in outlandish. In terms of like good music i mean I th- it was a good beat i i like the lyrics i guess they made sense together it's just yeah it's not the kind of rap i'd listen to but still good i had six out of ten yeah i'll take that i don't give yeah. a fuck yeah. right. <laughs> i don't give a fuck <laughs> james i don't know I, i'll rate it a, a six and a half i'd have to hear the whole song to give it a better score but i think what i heard i think if i heard the whole song i'd drop it so. <laughs> I'm so old school, man. When it comes to like r- hip hop and rap, it's just hard for me to get into anything new. Maybe I should have picked my child- Tyler Childers song. Maybe I don't know. I don't give a fuck. We can do a round. <laughs> we can do. We can do a round two. We can do a round two. Yeah, we can do a round two. The, the the second your backup song. Your backup song. See now, but to. we already know my backup, and that's Little Bunny Fufu. So I'm gonna have to find another one that's not a Disney song or a children's <laughs> song. That's. I think I've got some kids bop. Uh, Bruno Mars. Oh, really like don't. Bruno Mars My ears are gonna bleed. I'm not gonna play that. So Scott's uh, Post Malone. Wow. Wow. I give it a seven. I like that song too. Um, I'd probably give it an eight. Okay, that's good. That's good. I would you agree with that? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Or would you agree? Or would I, you say it's, it's definitely higher than an eight? Song. No. Yeah. It's not. As, it's not his best. It's, it's still a good song. It's got a good. It's a good. Seven o'clock in the morning, walk around the building, checking things. Song that's a good, it's <laughs> a good tempo. It fits in well. So yeah, I, I'm good with that. Yours, on the other hand, James, uh, I I can't go lower than a seven or higher than an eight because it's just right in that sweet spot. Seven and a half. Seven and a half. Yeah, that's because it's good, but it's also it's very. I got to be in the right mode to listen to Silver yeah. Chair. In my it's, it's definitely one of the 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 best '90s <laughs> grunge songs. It, it does kind of um, fit in that mold. Yeah. Unfortunately, you know that's their only good song. So which I really didn't have. Well, they any have other another hits. song with the video. I can't remember. It, it got a little bit of airplay. They, but. they really didn't have any other hits that stood out. And, but I mean, that is a great song. Um, I'd I'd give that one an eight as well. An eight, okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, their second most played song is Freak, and that's the other one that kind of hit commercially that had some success in the mainstream. But, yeah, I'm bummed because that they seemed like a really good band back then. They never strung together a whole lot of hits, so there's a lot of one-hit wonders from the 90s that are just gold. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I feel like it really, One Hit Wonders really took off in the 90s. The 80s had a lot of them too, but it was really the birth of One Hit Wonders and the ability to just succeed for a little bit. I mean, I know they're they're constantly in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. There's lots of them, but I feel like it was just more of an opportunity to be a One Hit Wonder. Yeah. There's so, so many to choose from. It's hard to just choose one. 
Definitely. All right, so what's your backup? Your number two or three, you know. We won't rate them. We'll just play them. No, we're going to rate them. <laughs> Let's rate them. Why, Let's why, rate why, why Let's not rate them? I already have the ox, so right, I guess ahead. I'll go first. Oh, so my other go. one is a country song okay. by Tyler Childers called Feathered Indians. Uh, let me find it here. Is it a new release? Um, I want to say it came out last year. I'm honest. I'm honestly not sure when it came out because I I heard this song. I I discovered this song watching Yellowstone. Uh huh. So uh, yeah, I heard there's a lot of good music on that. They do. They have a they, they have a good show. soundtrack. Good soundtrack. See, I like country with a with a bluegrass feel to it. That's the only thing that's still country to me. Well, my buckle makes impressions on the inside of her thigh. <laughs> yeah, this is a good song. Yeah, I like this song. This is oh, this actually came out in 2017. Okay. But it's one that's been on your brain. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I love the chorus too. The chorus is great. The music is beautiful. Good music. Well, and it's hard to not. It doesn't matter what the hell they're singing in country. It's hard to not enjoy it. It's a good melody. It's it's soothing. When it's soft. this type of country, yes. Yeah, not, but when it's poppy, no. And rappy, no, yeah. no, no, no. That does not mix. Or too hip hop does not mix with. I don't rap, listen to with, fucking with Florida Georgia Line, whatever that. And pop does is. not mix with country. Their country is so. Independent on no, its own. I think I think pop and country can mix, but it has to be. It's it, it can't be considered country. Extent. It can't be considered well, country. It's if it's if it's a mixture of rock or pop, it's alt country, alternative country. Okay, yeah. And it's that started with Garth Brooks back in the early nineties. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, that's a good song. Great song. That is a good one. I'm gonna go ahead and rate that one. I'll give that yeah. one. I'll give that one a nine. Uh, uh, I wouldn't give it a nine. I'd, I'd give it. A, that's a good. Se- <laughs> it's a good seven. I mean, it's good. Good music. I mean, for country, for for a new country song, I like that. Shit's five like years that. old. What do you mean a new country uh, song? To me, that's new. Okay, Any, new to you. I'm an old codger. Okay, an old geezer over here that new just. Like, I went and got me a new car. It's a. It's off. 1994 Chrysler Deville. Brrr. New to me. <laughs> so. So there's an artist that is very controversial that is in the Nashville country music scene that came out with a new album recently. This is one of his new songs that I had listened to the other day, and I think you're going to enjoy it. So this is going to be a country song as well? Yes. This is going to be a satirical country song? You'll find out. Oh, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> is this Wheeler Walker Jr. or whatever his name is? It is. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up and listen. This seems more like a ballad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like an 80s rock ballad. I love it. It sounds like a late 80s, early 90s country song. I like his music. Like the music itself. What's the name of the artist again? Listen. God told me to fuck you. God told me to lick 
You gotta see the video. <laughs> Hell yes, yes. Oh Wheeler, yes. Now never that, disappoint. That is entertaining. I'll give that. A, I'll give that an eight. I'll give that an eight. All right. Well, I feel bad for not choosing anything country, but the only time I listen to country is when I. You want to get in your feels? I don't. Yeah, and that's rare. So <laughs> that's rare. Um, Cold-hearted motherfucker. This is another one. Uh, it's. It's just another it's another rat, but it's one that has been showing up a lot and so I'll I'll use it. Who is this? Uh, okay. I like that. It was okay. It's um, not bad. It's a new artist? No, it's not new. He uh here's another one you'll 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 from him that you'll actually recognize probably cuz this one he more people are familiar with. I think they coming for my freedom. They want to come me desert ego. A bunch of egos I don't feed. No. He reminds me of like an NF um, I give it a he, he, five he, and a half. He has like that. Yeah. Is he white? Yeah. yeah okay. So dude. yeah, he 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 reminds me a little bit of NF. That's that's who he sounds Who's like. Who's NF? Uh, a, another white rapper white. that sounds very so very many similar. of them nowadays. Sound they, they they sound very very similar. Um, I've also got a, a good Filipino rapper I listen to. Is there a guilty pleasure that you love to listen to that's kind of different? <laughs> Every all of the music I listen to. Yeah, but you know, by status quo like, standards, I don't know. Like, is there an artist that you listen to that you don't tell people that you listen to because you think they'll they'll, they'll laugh make at you fun of you? Oh fuck no! I, I I'm open <laughs> about everyone I listen to. I like good music. I'm not a fucking yeah 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 poser like some people that we know. I'm kind of the same way. Like I I don't care. Adrian knows my taste of music is vast. I'm an old school kind of guy, so I love everything. But you know, I love everything from '80s pop to to metal to punk, country, I really, old country. You know, I really I love like, 1950s shit, rock and roll, all that shit, dude. I really like classical. I get shit for that sometimes because I'll have it listed like playing in my office a lot. But there's the, not a lot of people that listen to classical. The one decade I really don't vibe with as much of the 70s hmm some some yeah not all you strike me as the kind of guy that would really like 60s rock i like 60s rock yeah yeah you like the beatles yeah yeah i've been listening to a lot of oldies um lately especially like like your 
like Sam Cooke, Aaron mm-hmm. Neville, um, Dion, Dion, Elvin, Elvin Bishop, Fats Domino. Man, there's so much. I even, I even Bill, like a lot of Elvis stuff. Fucking too. Bill Withers. There's an Elvis, yeah. uh, like Johnny Cash movie coming out. Johnny Cash, I love Johnny Cash. You know, they, they did the Johnny Cash movie, mm-hmm. and then they did one for Elton John and Freddie Mercury. The biopics. Yeah, I Aretha love those. Franklin. Yeah. When no, they when they get Elvis. it right, they're good. But like the Tupac one, All Eyes on Me, I wasn't a huge fan of because they they just rushed it. It should have been a series at least, not just one one movie because there's too much to fit in from his life to put in a movie. They fit like, Johnny Cash's in one movie. It's just... And he spanned decades. Exactly. Tupac didn't span more he than didn't. six years. He didn't, but there was so much that he accomplished and so much that he had his hands in, so much music that he made, that it's hard to depict all of that in a film. And I, I know it's it's that way with most artists, but that was one that I just wasn't really pleased with. Um... How about the 50 Cent one? <laughs> the Queen one was pretty good. Bohemian Rhapsody was I didn't was see that good. one. I didn't see that one. I um, I thought those movies eventually were going to start going crap uh, when the Bradley Cooper and What's-Her-Face uh, Amy Winehouse movie came out. No, I didn't see that one. She, she passed. What's her name? Lady Gaga? Lady Gaga? Yeah. That's a, that she, yeah. Did she play? Yeah, she was, she was, no, no, it wasn't Amy Winehouse. I got the name wrong, but it was Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga were in the country music, country movie together. (laughs) I don't know. I didn't watch it. I can't, I have no idea. Ray Charles. Yeah. That one was Ray was really good, but that was Jamie Foxx that made that good. Yeah. I mean, Jamie Foxx is just an Muhammad Ali one. I mean, he he wasn't, he wasn't a singer. I know, but it's a biopic. Biopic. Okay. Elton John, I, I hadn't seen that one yet. I haven't either. Great music though. Oh yeah, amazing. One of a one of our one of our the people I work with were they were going to an Elton John concert, and I can't remember if they're going soon or they just got back from one. It had been like canceled and then pre-COVID and then rescheduled because he got COVID. That would be one concert that I think would be amazing. To oh see. yeah. He he sh- did he do a residency in Vegas for a while? I think so. I think so. Okay, so what is one famous artist that you would like to see that is past their prime? Past their prime. And don't cop out and say you want to go see Blink-182 <laughs> We've or, already done or that. shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> we did that but, at the Aztec Music Hall. <laughs> yeah, but who? <laughs> they were good, though. They're still good. Someone that's older. Like, oh, I would man. love to see Metallica in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Like... I would even say Metallica in the in the eighties in the late eighties. It'd be a different experience in the late eighties. Yeah, completely different experience. I hate to say this, but Metallica is the most overrated fucking rock band in ever. I think the Rolling Stones are. They're not that fucking good. I think Rolling Stones. I love Metallica. They were one of my first favorite bands growing up. I like Metallica because they're one of the only one one only artists that can make a good song on every album that they have come out with pre-2003 like whatever it was that came out 2003 2004 i wasn't the biggest fan of but everything else had consistent songs on every single album i would have loved to see adrian disagrees uh, green day or the offspring in the early to mid 90s yeah right when they hit big and they broke broke mainstream those are my two favorite bands growing up 
especially the punk genre. I would love to have seen them back then. Like at some dive bar, some small little bar. That would be cool. Adrian? I'd like to see Weezer. Weezer. That's another great, great choice. Yeah. That's another band that just has consec- good songs on their albums. Since the 90s. Since the what early 90s. Yeah, early yeah. 90s. Anybody else? Mm. I think it would have been great to see Michael Jackson. Or Johnny Cash in the 60s, in the 50s. In, in Folsom? <laughs> yeah. Or Elvis in 68 in the comeback special. You know, yeah. that, that would be cool. Just to see all the greats in their prime. The Beatles back then. Jimi Hendrix, you know, performing mm. at Woodstock. Doors. Doors. Pink Floyd. Um, CCR. In the late Ozzy, 60s. Ozzy would have been wild to Black see Black Sabbath. Kiss in the 70s, mid-70s. Yeah. Yeah. That would be wild. Adrian? Like, more? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> uh, shit. Pixies. Um, Do they still perform and tour? I don't think so. I'm, They've I'm been not, around since the 80s. I'm not sure. Shit. Duran Duran actually was at um, Austin City Limits. This past fall, I would have fucking loved to have seen them. Oh yeah, it's one of my favorite '80s bands. I would, would have loved the to Cure. See yeah, the Cure. Um, oh yeah, Depeche Mode. Tupac at the House of Blues in '96. I got to see Tool in the early 2000s. That was a good. I watched a a live video of this year actually a concert. It, um, they were performing Sober, and they sound amazing still. Yeah, Tool was good. Um, I saw a perfect circle in the Mars Volta. Oh, the Mars Volta! <laughs> I saw I Three Days Grace when I was in high school, and everybody Uba saw Stink. Three Days Grace. Mistake. Mistake. <laughs> you guys remember Unwritten Law? Yes. Oh my gosh! Yes. <laughs> oh, I've got to find one of their songs now because I haven't thought about that band and their two songs in a long a time. Damn. Yeah, dude. Unwritten Law. Up All Night was my favorite Unwritten Law song. That was, that was, seeing red. God, that takes me back to the early 2000s right there. Hey, that's a good song. It is, it is a good song. Sympathy. To me, that fits in the emo scene. It oh, does. yeah, definitely. Jeez, man. Taking Back Sunday, all those bands. The used. Ohio is for lovers. Hawthorne Heights. Dashboard. Dashboard confessionals. Oh, God. I wonder if that concert is still happening, the one in Vegas. I thought that was fake. No, it's real. I thought Live Nation is putting it on, and they're a legit music production company. October, Uh, right? Later this year, I think. I think October. What was it, when we were young festival or some bullshit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And tickets are going to be expensive. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a bunch of 30-year-olds there. Oh, yeah. It's in October. A bunch of millennials. Yeah. You don't have to give me a birthday present and a Christmas present this year. Get mom and dad. You can just get me tickets to, the, to this concert. I want to go There's to a concert. Wikipedia page for it, so it's got to be real. Real. It's got to be real, guys. This is Bush Light. It's my fourth one. Bush Light. It's my fifth one. Bush? In this, in this recording, we've only been recording like an hour. 
Yeah. No judgment. That came off judgy. I don't need it to. So is it still happening? It has to be happening. Yeah. It's scheduled for October uh, October 22nd of this year. In Vegas, right? Tickets sold quickly, leading to the addition of second and third dates on October 23rd and 29th. Oh, wow. It was supposed to only be a one-day event. But that, there's no but way with all those bands to have a one-day event. You've got to stretch it out that's why I three or four days. Fake. Like, absolutely yeah. fake. Yeah, there's like, I mean, just looking, let's see. I think there's like over 30 bands. Do they have an actual, like, website, or is it just Wikipedia? It's just Wikipedia. No, I think they have their own 22, website. 2244. There's 66 fucking bands. Oh, shit. So I was, <gasps> and, there's, and there's three days in two locations. It's three days grace so on there. That's six, six, they're six. not there, I'm not going. <laughs> Three Days Grace is not in the lineup. Taking oh. Back Sunday is though. Taking Back Sunday. How do you, how do you have Taking Back Sunday and not Three Days Grace? Three Days Grace is not yeah, in the same genre. They're not really in the same me. genre, but I'm sure they dumb. are. Early two thousands wannabe emo rock pop. Yeah. Um, like Breaking Pop, Benjamin. Papa Roach isn't in the emo. I mean, yeah, that's not emo. They're no. not emo, but that's I, I like Papa Roach. That's back like. Then. They're kind of emo. I would call that more like alternative. I mean, they sing about their feelings. Yeah. Progressive. New metal. New metal is what I would Whatever the f- put it in. Oh, Trash. That's know. what Trash. I call it. <laughs> but like a, a My Chemical Romance, uh, Avril Lavigne, Bring Me to the Horizon, Paramore. Paramore. P.O.D.? AFI, <laughs> Alkaline <laughs> Trio, Jimmy Eat World. I love me some Jimmy Eat Jimmy World. Jimmy Eat World was good. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The only ones that I would legitimately go to see would be... Alkaline Trio, Bright Eyes, Dashboard. You know how many of these songs uh, from these bands wound Jimmy up World. on teen movies in the mm-hmm. 2000s? Mm-hmm. Tons. And Taking Back and Sunday, people's that's MySpace it. pages? Oh, yeah. I Prevail. <laughs> I feel like for the longest time on my MySpace page, I had like Tech 9 songs. Tech 9? <laughs> God. <laughs> I, you know what? Tech 9? It wasn't until I was older that I came around to liking Tech Nine because I had a friend that would always play that Caribou Louvre song on repeat every fucking party. And there was a drink you could make. It was a Bacardi 151 and um, rum and 151 and Coke is Viagra. And it was it was a it was from that song Caribou yeah. Louvre or whatever. And God, that song was so annoying. <laughs> And there, one of his songs wound up in um, 40 Year Old Virgin, one of the scenes when they're in the club. And uh, yeah, that one always replays in my mind. This, this, this will be a good concert. I still don't think it'll actually happen. I don't know why. It has to. They've been advertising it for a long time, at least yeah. for half a year. But I mean, there's tons of people that are going to go to this concert that have disposable income that will be able to yeah. afford to go they're just gonna have to find babysitters <laughs> and that's gonna be the hardest part in this economy oh yeah yeah all right well i think this has been a great episode 80 episode 80 hey yeah. 20 more and we're to the century mark maybe we'll get there before july we can do it on july we're gonna 4th. keep them rolling i know we've taken a month off but we're gonna get back regular um from this moment forward try to get some new guests on things like that so the end of the school year's rolling around. We'll have some more time. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I'm Jared. I'm James. Thanks for listening. Peace.